0: This is a fourth hand production.
1: Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know, planes yeah. that they're building?
2: Police in Espanola are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are
3: ghosts. this weird animal like creature that was shot. Wolf like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome everybody to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Josh. And we have I'm a special Larry. guest, yeah, strange nephew, Larry, what's going on, man? Not a
4: good to be here again, thanks for having me, guys.
3: Yeah, I know, anytime, you know, it's been a long time uh, since we've seen you and figured to have her on the show, unfortunately, usually we have both of you strange nephews in the studio, um, an Al, that loser, he's got like life stuff, like he's having a baby and he's married and pff, whatever, so.
4: Yeah, brand, brand new baby, what a loser.
3: Yeah, right, <laughs> who does no. that nowadays? Yeah, he, he had a beautiful baby absolutely no it was awesome it was awesome
1: congratulations alan amy if you if you do end up hearing this it's awesome
3: Yep. Yep. Good luck. Good luck to you for life. Just, I didn't even like I was telling you guys earlier. I, I you know I haven't talked to him for a while and I'm like, wait a minute. He's having a baby like in three days. <laughs> I had No clue, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all cool. You know, life is cool. They definitely, we need some good stuff going on for sure. Um, so welcome everybody. Episode nine, episode nine. We actually, so as you know, from listeners from what last season, a uh, little bit of season before last time we had the strange nephews in the studio, it was exclusively to cover uh, a show that we all watch, we all actually love on the History Channel called "Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch." And as you know, if you're listeners, you know we have had Thomas Winterton on—not um, once, not twice, but three times. Uh, I actually texted him today, see how he is. Uh, you know, he's great to have on, great to talk to. He actually is a ranch superintendent. Hoping to have him back on again. If you have not checked out those episodes, by all means, do. That's back in last season, the end of the season before. Um, always a great guy. Nice to get that inside. Thing from Thomas, you know about what's yeah. happening at the ranch. Oh, I,
1: I want to talk to him so bad oh. after finishing this season.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it affected it,
3: him for sure. It 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 seems like it always does with him, and and if nothing, he's yeah. just so down to earth, and that's. You know, I think that's why we love him, just because he is down to earth, you know? Um yeah. So we covered in the last season, we covered where well, we did, like, every episode. We did the thing on YouTube. We got some videos out there. This one, time got away from us a little bit. We're not going to do that. Uh, but we did want to just do an exclusive episode to cover the season as an entirety. Um, and this, of course, is season two. Again, if anybody out there who has not, and and then you guys can chime in with your thoughts after this, but... um Honestly, out of all the – and I'll be honest with you, as much as we love this this weird field of high strangeness, there's a lot of bullshit that's on TV. Most of a travel channel, which I don't even know why they call it a travel channel anymore, but, you know, it's hit and miss on, like, what shows are good, what shows cover it. I, I can safely say, and, and I think you guys agree, that Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch on History, um, they do such a phenomenal job on storytelling, laying out what's happening – uh, some realism in reality TV, which needs to be more often than, shh, did you hear that? Because that just fucking annoys the shit out of me. Um, they do such a good job on just laying everything out and everything that occurs. Uh, it's just amazing. That's why we love it so much. And I don't know if you guys got a you know, hint on that or not.
5: Yeah, uh, I, uh, I i really appreciate also that when they catch things on film, it seems genuine and not like uh, reenactment you know, except for when they do say reenactment, but that's pretty rare. And that, I mean, but uh, they
1: never show like an experiment reenactment. It's just like,
5: yeah, um, yeah. It's like if someone has a story that they're relating from the past or something, they might do a reenactment, but like, it's not like uh, other, like other shows like this where <clears throat> maybe they didn't catch it on tape or whatever. So they just fake it, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole show is all about, you know, interacting with the phenomenon, you know, poking the hornet's nest, as they like to say. A lot. Yeah. A lot.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I think some of the things they do is like, holy shit, you guys are going to do what again? And and again, we'll talk about it, but on the high points, but man, some of the, and what's really cool is the guys that do it, you know, they're not fucking dummies. I mean, they're educated. They have degrees. They have been out there. They work with local contractors to bring things in as they do these experiments. Like, it, there's just a really cool basis of realism to it, and I, I immensely enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I'm.
1: It, not a, oh,
4: go ahead. It, yeah, it, it seems way more organic than other, like, paranormal shows um, and more scientific and reality-based instead of just trying to spook you, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's any real trying to spooky on these. They're just, you know, some of the stuff is spooky, but like, you know, it yeah. just kind of goes where it is. And, and I, I do like, you know, they got to do some of the TV show shit, you know, like with the interviews and like, well, this is what I, you know, but like, I, I love it how sometimes it's like, well, nothing happened with that. Cause they are just doing <laughs> real live experiments and getting filmed with those experiments. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like there's a ton of stuff that didn't get anywhere and we don't see that that didn't make the cut. Um, but this show is, you know, really just following a group of scientists and researchers and they, you know, w- we happen to get lucky cause they're on one of the craziest places on earth, I think. So oh we I mean, happen to just get this season. I feel like just ramped up, to the nth degree, like the the experiments were bigger, better. You know, they've had time to reevaluate stuff. Um, yeah, well, the season, season was just one, awesome.
4: Season one kind of set them up for what they were. They didn't really know how to start, and now yeah. this time they ramp things up with more equipment,
1: more different experiments, and yeah. Well, and, and then Caesar getting one, better at it. Yeah, season one gave them. The reason to ramp up the experiments. Right. So it's yeah. like, well, we're going to go into this. Taylor, you know, kind of a skeptic. I'm sure, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of them, others were a bit skeptical, but it's like, all right, well, let's see what this does. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now let's, you know, now let's, let's dig. Yeah. But what, what were you going <laughs> to say, Josh?
5: Uh, I was just going to say, uh, they didn't have to spend half their time convincing uh, Taylor that he was there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like he's on board now, so it's not so much. Hey, dude, this is really happening. Yeah. Come play with us. More of a like. Okay, now you get it. Let's really get going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's
1: let's really let's do this.
3: Well, and I yeah, and I agree, and I think that that you know there was a lot of skepticism in season one with Taylor, for example, and he's been in you know some of this other stuff. I've seen him on other shows, but not like this. You know, not to this point. And I think you're right. I think on the first one. Yeah, they had some neat experience. You know, they found the the weird void in the house and they, they, they the lights in the mountains and all these things happening. And like you said, mm-hmm. John, yeah, a lot of it is, oh, wait a minute, that didn't work. Well, let's go do this. And, and they, you know, it's just, you know, yeah, just very organic for sure. Um, I think it's yeah. badass. And I do want to say just on an overview, not necessarily a skinwalker, and I was talking to John about this a little bit before, is uh, it does fascinate me because when we've had uh, Thomas on, for example, and he's talking kind of off mic about, you know, how they film it. Because you're always curious. You know, yeah, it's a reality show. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some times when they got to film getting in out of the Jeep three different times from different angles. Okay, I, yeah. I there's something there that, you know, we don't see at, at the end of the day on the final cut. I was actually talking to a gentleman up at the uh, Medellin Bigfoot Falls Festival I went to. And he was actually the filmographer and the director for the uh, documentary we saw. And the whole wrap-up of the documentary was them actually finding a big foot st- footstep. They found a, a, a print. They casted it. It was a big thing. It was like, oh, we think there's something. And then when I interviewed him afterwards, he's like, well, yeah, well, that actually happened the first day. That didn't happen. you know. Now you got to go back and you got to put things in chronological. So who's to say like what happened? And that's always something to keep in mind in the back of your head. They have to make a story, and they have to make a story arc. Because it's TV, but it doesn't take away from their work as scientists and experimenters. I feel if that any of that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, yeah, you got to make a show. Yes, yeah,
3: that's where you're making money, right? It's, you know,
1: it's enter- at the end of the day, this is truly entertainment. Mm-hmm. But we're gracious enough that you know, Fugel let camera crews just follow his research team because they're doing this regardless if History Channel's there or not.
3: Yeah, like, absolutely. Regardless,
1: these experiments are going down. So we're lucky enough that we get to see this happen. Right. And, you know, if History Channel wants to put a little sh- in between the cuts and everything, you know, whatever, like, I'll take it. Yeah, but, yeah. That's fine. Yeah.
3: That's fine. Drop a notion. Yeah. Drop a notion. I don't really cool. care. Like, yeah.
1: Well, um, I kind should we talk about some of like. Yeah, let's the, get into the it. the experiments that they've done. So uh, I guess we're going to say spoiler alert If you have not seen uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch season two, um, push pause now, push pause or <laughs> don't come I back don't to this one later. Come yeah. back to this later. Go watch it. It's an amazing TV show. And yeah, it's probably one of the most important TV shows or the most important TV show in the paranormal world that I've ever seen. Yeah, especially I agree. after this season. What other show has captured what they have captured?
3: Yeah. no, And, and mean, that's, uh, yeah, 100% down. Yeah, exactly. With,
1: with data backing th- these right. things up, you know, it's not just like caught on TV, a ghost. It's like, oh, that's a pretty crazy ghost footage, but there's no like actual data, you know, there's no, there's nothing kind yeah. of backing they, it up. They have a long, yeah, like
5: it, most they have a FLIR camera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I thought the – so there's always – people always talked about, like, uh, there's some an elaborate cave system down there, or like there's tunnels down there or something, and when they dumped – what? They dumped 45,000 gallons of water in this hole. Oh, yeah. 80% of it was gone in an hour, and as they were dumping mm-hmm. this water and they, they put, like, that little green dye in so you they would be able to see where it came out. And I thought it was just really interesting that they never found that anyway yeah. on the wrench.
5: And that when they dug that hole up, it was all clay that the water shouldn't have been able to absorb into that quickly. They didn't find any kind of like drainage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so I mean, t- I, I, guess they could have maybe tried to dig somewhere else, but the fact that it was a lot of clay was very interesting. What were you going to say? That
4: the system might be, quite a lot bigger than anyone realizes. They don't even yeah. know where it's
3: going. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, because that was uh, – they do address that later on in, in the season. We can talk about that because it does – when you talk about uh, possible caverns, caves, voids, where there's water mm-hmm. going, I think there's a lot to it. Um, I was kind of neat with that uh, whole experiment when they did that. I was like, oh my, I wonder how come what's making them – but then when that was the the final thing, they, especially – and I think what's funny on a side note is a look on Taylor's face when half the shit – happens and he's like huh like he doesn't fucking like does everything really to say after the fact you know <laughs> so well i mean he's he's you know he's a
4: science man and mm-hmm. so when things like this happen it's like wait a minute that shouldn't have happened
1: you know yeah it's, yeah. It's, yeah so it's get, a very smart man which is awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it just gets his brain working like well why didn't that work the way i was expecting it like the way i hypothesized that it was going you know
3: yeah like and, bill, well yeah bill nye's experience a science experiment went tits up again and so i mean one that, one those that those, dude like, has he has like a thousand degrees so like
5: yeah you know he 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 expects things to work a certain way because he's got experience running experimentation and also a lot of like field work mm-hmm. like i i've noticed i noticed while i was re-watching it that through a lot of things like especially at the end of the season when they're kind of just bringing Brandon up to speed on everything. And the horses start freaking out and they realize that the magnetic field of the ranch has like doubled. And he's just like, I can't think of anything in nature that would do that. Like that Mm -hmm. would cause that. He said, I can't think of anything in nature that would cause that a fucking lot. Like throughout the whole season, it was pretty wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did. He was like, uh, that's, that doesn't happen. That's not a real thing, you know. Like, but it's clearly happening now. So, what I think what's yeah. cool
3: too is there are some highlights to the season, which and what they did, you know. So, running themes, right? That we talked about the water, the ground. <clears throat> are there voids? Are there caverns? They went back to doing um, uh, ground readings you know, with equipment, with what, and then they also worked on what's above a lot more than they did in season one. And I thought that was really cool. Some of these experiments yeah. they kind of played, but with the water thing, the water thing leads somewhere and we'll, we'll kind of, we'll reach back to that, I think. Um, but what else, John, where else you want to go with that?
1: Well, um, one, one thing about, I just loved how Travis found out how many gallons a second or how many gallons w- went in there when he grabbed mm-hmm. that five gallon bucket did a stopwatch and he's like, uh, four gallons in two seconds, 120 gallons a minute. I was just like, how'd you fucking forget? <laughs> Maybe there was yeah. an editing thing and they made it seem faster, but I was like, holy shit. Like I would have like had to get a piece of paper and then um, I would have had to think very, very hard on how I was supposed take to take off like, a shoe. It, count toes. You did
4: have several degrees. Your, your brain might work a little more mathematically to where you could just be like, okay, you know, do that. Yeah, yeah. He
5: looked, he looked like a school kid reciting times tables. Like, <laughs> yeah, just oh yeah six times whatever is this is that is yeah yeah it's 120 gallons yeah. a second that
1: blew me away i'm like you fucking nerd so it's i think fu- i actually <laughs> said
5: fuck you out loud on my couch both times i watched that episode it was just like fuck you
3: i think what's funny too again, side note on just a filmography is where that happens or something and there's a highlight and somebody says something or so then all of a sudden they do a quick pick of like thomas and look on his face and a quick pick of and it's just fucking they're just over there going huh <laughs> just a yeah. weird, just go while they film like, it so
4: it, it looks like a really fun place to be
3: oh, my, doing
4: all the oh, I, every yeah. time
1: i'm just like oh, I, I would love to be there yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like, oh, that, but. <laughs> i know well after her experience <laughs> you know it might be might be reasonable
5: yep. yeah i was thinking the uinta basin might be a good place to start uh camp Jistel lake but uh
1: <laughs> then I
5: was like, eh, all my all my guests in business might get eaten by skinwalkers, so maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe I
3: should look farther afield. <laughs> you need to pay your reservations a month ahead of time. Why? Well, because if the portal sucks you up, I can't gather the invoice and just have a like, tiny little lettering where nobody can read it <laughs> unless they, they have to <laughs> get They're really problem. close. Yeah. No, nah, it'll just be
5: uh, no refunds ever, no matter <laughs> what policy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you set foot on the premises, you uh, assume all risks and <laughs> liabilities <My> <laughs> there and uh no so come come look for skinwalkers and bigfoot at my at my campground dude ranch place that's not anyway, weird at all
1: all right um well one of the big things in this season is they so one of the big things last season is they did not want to dig they wanted to be as invasive or uh invasive
3: yeah yeah as it could
1: um as possible but Now they've kind of done, I think, everything they can without being invasive. So I think one of the big takeaways for season two is they finally are like, fuck it. We'll be careful. We'll, you know, we'll try and be as careful as we can, but we're not going to get anywhere unless we start digging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and you know what? I like Dragon a lot more this season as well. (laughs) I was going to say hundred (laughs) percent. He's grown on me. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if he had like a, a a coach or something before the next one or like they had like a talk like or like if he was bummed he's like fuck everybody hates me from the first season like what do i do brandon (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um i do like that just you know a side note i i I like Dragon a lot more but um it i'm super glad they decided to start digging because i think Mm -hmm. this season would have been bogus kind of if you know they might have tried something else but um
3: and, and again, and again, I just want to put out there real quick. So, and for the listeners who have not seen Skinwalker Ranch, of course, you know, again, pause, but you know, you wonder like why we're talking about digging and this other stuff because it doesn't sound paranormal and spooky. Wait for it. Cause it, it does. And it's all about like what John said earlier. It's about getting a response and getting a, a tap on the shoulder, I guess, if you will, from well, look, whatever's out there.
4: there. Kind of a warning from previous owners of, Hey, don't dig. Yeah.
5: Yeah, bad things happen when you dig. Yeah.
4: yeah. And I and I remember
3: um, last year I talked about that. I was like, Well, I'm trying to, you know, be devil's advocate and we're trying to, you know, you'd be skeptics first before anything else. And it well, maybe it's mineral rights. You know, a lot of those properties up there, well, they can't dig because we even though you have it, do we have a le- we have an easement on the mineral rights? Maybe that's why they can't dig. But I don't think that's the case in this situation. So you know.
5: No, and uh, I did wanna say I, I think maybe it's not that dragon uh, took notes or anything like that. I think the producers were using him as sort of the comic relief in the first season. And they kind of realized they didn't need that. It wasn't going to be that kind of a show and that, <laughs> you know, they didn't have to frame him as such a fucking wet blanket, Yeah, you know, cause he's all on board and, and now it seems a lot more sincere, like, He's just worried about everyone up there's safety, you know, yeah. like he just which, cares about them.
1: Which, which, I mean, that's his job, and he should care yeah. about everybody's safety. Because the thing with digging that we found out this season is, like, the ground is magnetic and electrical.
3: Everywhere. I do want to cover Everywhere. that. When we get to that, let me know, because I do want so, to. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: and I mean, that's – and now that we've seen, actually – I might be getting ahead of myself, but I'll, I'll, I'll save this for the wrap up of kind of what we think. But um, another thing I thought was cool was when Ryan Skinner came and he, he's the guy that does space wolf research and he has Mm -hmm. a property right by skin rocker. We've all seen it. Um, That was my question. I couldn't remember if that was the guy, but he's, he's got a,
3: yeah, he's got a podcast too. Um, called, uh, I think just hero, I think. And I listen to it. It's good. He's got some pretty good people on there. Nice. So,
1: well, um, he showed these the team that uh, petroglyph or the pictograph, whatever you want to call them, and it looks like there's Draco and Cassiopeia, like Taylor being like an astrophysicist, astronomer. He's like, well, that's that and that's that. And then I thought it was pretty interesting that you know they had that expert come on, and he's like, this represents a serpent, and this represents that, and it's like. You know, like it's it totally separate, totally separate, which I felt like, you know, you have an astrophysicist, astronomer, and then you have um, this like archaeologist dude that um, specializes in the Uinta Basin and pict- pictographs and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. saying kind of the same thing and saying the same thing, but from different uh, backgrounds.
3: But, well, different different, yeah. different, different, different viewpoints, yeah. same subject matter, but they're approaching it from the different side of the road. And that was yeah. Uh, you're
1: meeting in the middle of a, with the same exact story. Like astrophysicist,
4: astronomer type guy, and then the other one's coming from more of a like.
1: I guess a mystic
4: native.
3: side.
5: Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he was an archaeologist um that specified in like the native cultures of this region, mm-hmm. um, which I think gave a lot of credibility to his to his statements that lined up with what they were already thinking. Uh You know, like he said at one point, um, that, uh, that the portal is a window into the supernatural Mm -hmm. and that that was what was depicted in that, uh, pictograph and that he 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 called this. Oh yeah, yeah. But he called the Draco image, the, uh, also what they would native people would call a snake, which was like life and death. So I thought that was super Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Guardian of two worlds. Suggesting that it's gone on for who knows how long.
3: Well, yeah. And and that's the one thing that I think the point for Skinwalker, aside from the show is that it was, it didn't start with the Shermans in the nineties. It didn't start with the Indians have been not even that area for, for centuries. Like it just, it's what they've seen and what they have in the petroglyphs. And I, I remember there was a story back, and again, not necessarily on the show, but when I read the, the book, the Sherman's book, and then I read the other research it was in that, um, in that area, when they actually made Fort Duchesne, they had the Buffalo Soldiers that showed up that was part of their, their regiment, and they were so freaked out that they literally, some of them were Masons, and they were drawing, not petroglyphs, but graphic and work and artwork on the rocks and other things to protect themselves because they were just fucking freaked out and they couldn't explain what was going on. And I cannot yep. remember where I heard that story, but I know that. So there's a, again, we talk about the past, and we talk about that area. It doesn't stop at the fence boundary. It's just that basin for some fucking reason, you know?
1: Yeah, and this phenomenon didn't start in the 90s exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was also interesting how he clapped, and he's like, "This is this is an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. explains probably why they were doing stuff in this area, it's a natural amphitheater, which seemed really, really interesting to me. Really cool, yeah, yeah, know? for sure, yeah, yeah. And that
5: he said that the oh, sorry, go ahead to hear Jeff. you, there, Larry. Oh, he just also said that that basically the native and ancient peoples there would have thought that that was magical as well from from that natural amphitheater effect.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah,
3: Larry, you had something. About it.
1: No, I I mean, I was just pretty much
4: going with that. Like the the fact that the native people could just tell that that was a natural amphitheater and that Mm -hmm. it could kind of amplify things Mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. Like, I think we underestimate ancient cultures too much.
3: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I
1: mean, their heads were, our heads are so consumed with commercials and ads and Mm -hmm. our phones and
3: Oh, I bought a cool pair of shoes today. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're materialism. So
1: we're so worried about this material world, yeah. Like mm-hmm. we we don't sit by the campfire every night and just look up because there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, and just all we need to worry about is hunting. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it's definitely a hard a lot harder life back then, but like Yeah. And I mean not saying they had it easy by any means, but their their minds were in different places.
3: Yeah. for sure. I don't know if this is a good place to interject, but I, I do when we're talking about um, actual, aside from the experiments, aside from the scientific side point that they're doing, the viewpoints are taken for this. Um, John, you mentioned, you know, the, this guy with the, you know, reading the petroglyphs, what they look like in the National Amphitheater. Um, they actually did bring, and I've got a quick drop if you guys don't mind me playing it. Um, they're, you know, I mean, the whole name of the show is called Secrets of Skinwalker, right? and they it's really neat when they actually reach out to some of the locals that have lived up there, have family up there. they bring them in and they go, "Look, tell us what you know tell us what what you did and there's one guy his name was Roland that I caught Roland. They, oh Roland um r a Roland, so they brought him in, and he was uh he' used to hunt there with his friends, his family stuff like that, but he had a quick story to tell, and if you guys are okay with it, I want to play it's like a little twenty second clip, but just very interesting because this goes back to I guess tradition is how we want to say it, I suppose, or you know, why that place is named Skinwalker. So very interesting. Check this out.
4: We noticed there were
3: human footprints.
4: No shoes on. It was like human footprints. Wow. In the snow. In the snow, yeah. And I followed the tracks and then I suddenly turned from human footprints to
3: a big dog tracks. Like a wolf. And again, you know, music, drama, all that stuff. But, you know, I don't know. I have no reason to these people that they're coming out with because it's a, it's the same story and it goes with the same premise of the Shermans and before that and what the Indians believe. And just interesting that they're still gathering some of this traditional, these traditional stories to come in into the ranch and talk about it. And I, I think that's really kind of cool for how, yeah, they, how mean, they put that in.
1: He seemed very affected by it. Like oh, when absolutely. he was telling the story, like, it seemed like it bothered him. So... I'm going to believe that that's what he experienced. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I'm sure it was just this or whatever. That proves Skidwalkers.
3: I got it. That clearly
1: affected him. I don't know if that is actually what he saw or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. but. Agreed. I mean, that's what he thinks he saw, and it's clearly had an effect on his life.
4: Well, it, it obviously, it has a huge, like, kind of emotional effect on, native people and it has for a long time they take it seriously
1: that's mm-hmm. kind of what that shows me you know yeah um also kind of another interesting thing is you guys remember the, the cattle mutilation from season one mm. kind, yeah. of, kind of towards the end of that season one so that yeah. cow hadn't been they moved that cow out into the middle of nowhere kind of just to go get picked off away from everything just you know scavengers predators all that stuff can eat it up that thing hadn't been touched in a year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It just naturally decayed. No predators, no is, nothing.
1: Makes no, zero no. zero sense. Mm. Like and I mean they ran toxicology on it. Toxicology came back negative. Like there's no reason basically that that cow shouldn't have been torn apart and disappeared.
5: Yeah, the well, vets Oh, go ahead, Larry.
1: I was just going to say
4: they they mentioned that that was right around the area where they you know saw the, U- the really fast moving ufo on the first season mm-hmm.
3: the um, one that keeps repeating too they he, they yeah, say sh- it they over and over
4: later there's no no decomposition no predators no, mm-hmm. no insects like that. that would never happen anywhere you know and just yeah, um, oh, sorry just, and, just for
3: the listeners um they do actually work with a local vet on this and so it's it's like the guy's been doing it for 30 plus years and when he's baffled, then that's when you gotta go, huh? You know, what's what's going yep. on here?
5: Yeah, they brought up uh he's from the uh US Department of Agriculture.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Dr. Alan Garfinkel.
1: So,
5: yeah, so he's not uh oh, wait,
1: no, that's that's the archaeologist. Yeah, yeah. This guy's also a Dr. Taylor. Dr. Dean Taylor, yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm. Um but he was saying that rate uh, radiation would show up, but it wouldn't chase off predators. So that goes to what you were talking about with the toxicology, right, John? Mm-hmm. He also said with electricity. So if uh, the craft had zapped the cow, there would be particular hemorrhaging and other like damage to the tissue that there would be evidence of that. He basically said that he, even with the uh, fast acting pneumonia, that is what they originally attributed the, cause of death to that that would still leave some some traces in the lungs and you would have seen the herd separate from that cow and leave it behind and that it would it would be coughing like so even if it only took a day for it to go from fine to dead you would still see signs it wouldn't be within minutes right mm-hmm. and, and then it would still
1: be it would still be scavenged by exactly predators. right. Like, yeah. getting pneumonia dying has nothing to do with the fact that it would 100 be fucking picked clean bone scattered everywhere like that cow shouldn't have even like you shouldn't have even been able to like find remnants of it you yeah. know like oh, oh here's a, a bone right here down. but that's
3: it yeah agreed yeah agreed so that is
1: that's like
3: I'm-
1: i don't even know how to wrap my head around that
3: and i, I think that's recurring too we're gonna to take a quick break here but i think that's a good recurring theme because I, I think that because that's and not only in skinwalker ranch but cattle mutilations you know have been linked uh to other areas too and with alien phenomena which again you know we talked about it back and forth i'm not too sure why that's a thing I, I, I don't know i don't know if you guys have thoughts on it we can talk about it when you come back for the commercial break but uh stand by everybody we're going to take a quick break and we will uh we'll be back All right, and we are back, um, John. You were saying about the cattle mutilations. Does anybody have anything else to kind of stem off that, or no?
5: No, I I honestly tried not to get too far into like note taking on cattle mutilations because there were a lot of them mentioned throughout the course of season two. But it's something we've talked about extensively that has that there's a lot of research into already, and I I just kind of was looking out for anything anything unusual as far as cattle mutilations go, but I kind of feel like they're par for the course, especially in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't like pay special attention to those unless they said something uh, out of the ordinary, which I I believe the guy that they talked to that was a former like sheriff's deputy had had some weirdness, but well, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I mean, that guy, he talked about, I think was his name. I can't remember his name. I, I, I don't know if I put it in my notes. Uh, sh- uh, the sheriff, Kenneth Myers. Wait, uh, no, no, that he, was that, his buddy.
5: Yeah, that was the guy he worked for. His name I can't remember his first name. I'm looking for it in my notes, but his last name was Porritt. Okay. And uh, he's the guy that was talking about how they found a cattle mutilation where the skull and the... He said neck bone, and, and I guess that's the most accurate thing. It's part of your spine, but it's not... The whole spine wasn't gone. It was just the neck part and the skull. Which is fairly unusual as far as I know about cattle mutilations.
1: Well, and like, the female organs were gone. Yeah. You know, classic mutilation stuff. But also, what was crazy about that is he said there was an indent in the grass, like something heavy had been there. And he's like, well, I just think it's a spaceship. I, yeah. Purely right. s- speculation, but like. Yeah, wild speculation. <laughs> but pretty. In- I mean.
5: But still. Know, yeah, yeah. I'm what with what you. could it
1: be? It could, I mean, it could be anything, but like, yeah. Well,
5: it's he said he saw a crash in the, in the area before they found the mutilated carcass, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and that's why he thought those indent, indentations were from a spaceship. Like, yeah. he wasn't just like, oh, holes in the ground. Oh, must have been a spaceship. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm missing my license yeah. plate.
3: God damn aliens! <laughs> fucking, yeah, they're all over sure. the place.
5: So, but, uh, uh, should we? should we follow that story thread all the way through to where they decided when they started digging to start digging through the center of one of those indentations and got like uh, about seven feet deep and the hole was super magnetic and fucking with the tape measure when they were trying to measure how deep it was. Yeah. Yeah, Let's, let's go ahead and focus
3: on that. Is that cool? I mean, I think we can focus on the digging a bit. Is that all right? And then just kind of put a pin in that subject. Sure. Okay. Of course. So yeah, John lead it off. Lead it off. Lead it off. I mean, yeah, it, it, I think that, like John said earlier, the, the digging obviously went away more than it did season one because now you know season one's out of the way. This is what they're going to do, and I don't know if it's you know Brandon's pockets, he's got a little bit more money, or maybe History Channel has given them a little bit more money, or they just basically got challenged and they said, look, we can't get any further. This is what we're going to have to do. And maybe I mean, that's- yeah, they
1: they had to do it. I mean, Brandon's rich as shit. It's not going to bother him, <laughs> right? Right.
5: No. Did you see that lineup of side sides outside the camping trailers for Travis and the film crew? <laughs> yeah. Someone's spending some money. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you if we want to go with it. the digging, so they had a company. What was it? Uh, New laser or? Do you no, remember it was what that out of. Was? Um, what, there's a company. What episode did they bring it? bring them on it was the Um,
5: one called skin deep which i believe mm -hmm. was episode two or three
1: three or
4: four i thought i
5: don't know uh yeah it's tough because a lot of these the way that this the show is structured for people who haven't seen it so it wasn't new salt laser no but i do want to talk about them when we get to that
1: Mm -hmm. well basically they found two big circles and right by where the cow is mutilated and then they also dug where brandon Fugel had some coordinates that the shermans were like never dig here correct yeah yeah and then they dug up that rock which nothing happened Mm -hmm. when but it was
5: interesting that on the underside of it there was uh some etching carved into the underside
1: of the of the big-ass rock.
3: And they deducted yeah, but it, it as was a just like, does that To I, me,
1: it just looks like a rock. Yeah, me too. Really me too. Like, I'm like, man, I yeah. feel like you guys are stretching yeah. on that. The,
3: so that story was, they 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 assumed it looked like it was a possible drawing of a Thunderbird, which is popular That's in Indian right. culture. I'm with you, John. I was like, no, nah, that looks like a big blob of shit. I don't see a yeah. bird in that one. So
1: Oh, and the, comp- the, the company that came out and did it, it was uh, Jupiter Unmanned. Sorry, it took me. A second. Oh yeah, that was oh. uh,
5: with the drone ground penetra- ground mm-hmm. penetrating radar, right? Yeah, correct. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which somehow can get deeper from the air than the dude with the lawnmower one can get, just rolling across the ground. <laughs> that's funny you said. I that, mean, I get it. Exactly it's probably it just was. a strong, like a better technology and stronger sensors and stuff. But like that did crack me up. I was like, so you had the young kid come out with his lawnmower GPS or GPR and start. Going over the triangle, and you were like, "Oh wow, this is crazy! We're gonna get to like six or maybe even ten feet deep." And then they bring out the drone GPR, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this thing gets like uh, you know twenty 100 feet, hundred feet." Deep, yeah. 100 feet. Well, I, yeah,
4: I wonder if that is you know mostly financial.
5: You know it, I mean? it, like, it could be. Yeah, but honestly start cheap and then if you you're yeah.
4: pouring more money into it this season, that's another example
5: of it. Yeah, seems like. yeah for sure. But I think it, that yeah. it's how things go. like You start small, and if you find something, then you pay to ha- have better equipment and more knowledgeable experts
4: brought I'm in. Sure, in. I'm, I'm, sure I'm sure it's, what, it's a pricey pair. You pay a ton for, for the top notch. At first, if you don't know if there's anything going on, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like, the guy with the lawnmower you were talking about, it's like, you know, hey, Dennis Amenis, can you come over and mow my fucking lawn? Like, that's literally <laughs> what that little thing was. And when they decide they're going to go a step further, then they went a step further. But yeah, to John and, and everybody's point, yeah, this is where they actually had deep ground penetration, um, and then they began the digging. And so the magnetic thing, uh, what sh- so I want to gather a roundhouse on you guys on... And, and I try to do some research, and I'll be honest with you. I I, I was I got cut short on time and everything else. But, you know, I have heard in past that there is such thing as, you know, dependent on magnetic pole things like that, that is in the ground in certain areas naturally. There's a place in Oregon that they literally you think you're going up, you're going down, and it, it's proven to have a, a different magnetic pull in that region, that area. Is that what we think this is occurring at the ranch? Is that what they're seeing? What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, they, uh, I mean, they proved that the, when he was doing those, so he dug, he dug one hole where that cow was found mutilated. And he, the, the measuring tape started pulling to one way. And he's like, Oh, this seems magnetic. And they dug another hole. They put the measuring tape in, kind of see, and they were just trying to see how far they were down. They weren't even trying to be like, let's see if this is magnetic. It was just like a side effect from seeing how far down they were going Mm -hmm. and then it started pulling in the other direction and that led uh, Travis Taylor to realize that it wasn't magnetic it was electric
3: yes so, yes, that I was waiting for you is, to lead on to that that and there's uh, another thing into this too real quick and when we could talk about this rewind a bit to one of the reasons they started digging and again we would focus on the ground before we focus on the air was they had another specialist and, and again I didn't take detailed notes like you guys you're better than me you went to school I did not but they don't had, you forget it <laughs> i mean
1: guy, I went to high school I don't Oh,
3: I,
4: I, I dropped out of college <laughs> like three
3: fucking times. So, I twice. So you're yeah, one I, on me. I
4: went to one semester of college and then I was like, fuck this.
3: Yeah. Can't do this shit anymore. They catch i I'm smoking weed in the back. So that, that story out. doesn't,
1: uh, that, yeah. That, that so really doesn't that, add up. But what I was, what we're
3: saying is we are the
5: source of knowledge and truth for all your needs. Please come listen right. to us. We are never wrong about anything. Yeah. We know everything. Yeah. And if
3: you're a, <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear us do this because we're geniuses, hey, uh, patron.com slash strange uncles. Just saying anyway. So. Money. When they, <laughs> they were talking about that, they did have a specialist that came in and had other research. And one of the reasons they started digging was because he had an idea and he had a hypothesis, if you will, mm. about the caverns and voids underneath the wrench. And that's what led them to, okay, this is what he's saying. This is what we're finding. Now you loop it. Again, we're, we told you guys we're going to come back to it. John was talking about the the water displacement earlier in the episode, the thousands of gallons that went nowhere and nobody knows where it came out at. Now you have this guy come out saying, wait a minute, I think there might be a void or a caverns or possible caves. And then you add that to the digging. That all culminated to the same kind of the same thing, like all in its own little – bubble and and i don't know if you guys have thoughts on that or i thought that was interesting yeah how they played so
5: that. the researcher i think you're talking about was named james keenan um he's a researcher author he's been looking into the ranch and like weirdness happening in that area for a long time um, he had never been on the ranch but he has like some magnetometers and was conduct conducting like vector surveys and everywhere that he could have access to indicated that there was a tunnel system that ran underneath the ranch, but this is from him outside looking in. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then when he showed them what he had, had plotted out and what his research indicated, it was like a straight through line through, the ranch, I want to say, north south, uh, straight through the triangle. I think so. And yeah, homestead too, like a shark's tooth, right? That's what they described that where everything kind of. That's meets. what he called it. He was yeah, like, yeah. "I call this the sharp, the shark's tooth," and they were like, "The triangle."
1: Yeah, <laughs> and this season pretty much culminates all around the triangle and homestead too, like those mm-hmm. are the two. I mean, basically the two main.
3: There's some great, yeah, exactly, and I, I think mm-hmm. once we get to talk about the dig, and we'll go back. I do want to go back into the rabbi which we will cover and that actually has home. State yeah. I, and all. I want
1: to, so before we talk about the rabbi, we got to talk about portals. So basically <laughs> along. And I mean, this is a 10 episode season. We're not going to be able to get into every little right. experiment yeah. they did. I just want to touch on like the more
5: send like, your hate mail to strange uncles at
1: gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, but yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, they have proven and they did another experiment where they like connected the, uh, they connected the electrical source through the ground. The ground was a conductor and they powered lights like a flashlight. And I mean, they proved they've proven that the ground is electrical. Yeah. Which is insane. So, um, and I mean, I mean, that's just, just so weird to me when they, when they lit those light bulbs and it was like they're 50, 60 feet apart and, and they're, and they're finishing that line. But the only thing that's finishing the the current is dirt.
5: Yeah, it's an open open circuit, no wiring.
1: Yeah, they're closing the circuit mm-hmm. with dirt. Yeah, and it's powering things. Yeah, um, we should
5: have had our Patreon, Josh Asher from Epic Electric on here to explain how that works to us.
3: But yeah, anyway. exactly. Well, <laughs> nice, nice drop. Not a bad call.
1: Yeah, so let's move on to the portals. So there's been tons of stories about portals on the ranch. I'm sure if, you know, if anybody is familiar with Skinwalker ranch and the stories, a lot of it is based around portals and Eric Bard and Travis Taylor talked to Colonel John Alexander, which was a member of the NIDS team, um, which was the research group for Robert Bigelow, the previous owner of the ranch. And he kind of came out and said, and John Alexander's like written some books about UFOs. I, I have one; and it's actually really good. Um, and he, he's like, he's a skeptic too. Like sometimes, some he shits on a lot of things in one of his books, but like it's honest. So you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna do now? God damn it! You want You always wanted to be so like, and he's like, no, that's fucking, that's not that. Shit. Yeah. But so John Alexander's a cool dude, um, and he just basically. He's like, ah, there's portals on the ranch, and it's a multi-dimensional property, flat
3: out. Yeah, yeah. He's so matter of fact about so it. So matter of fact,
1: he's like, yeah, it's, it's there's portals. That's what it is. And yeah, and he he wasn't trying to mince words or anything like that. He said that he saw a light appear at Homestead too, and they saw some type of six foot tall humanoid come out of it and just disappear and left no tracks. And Uh there was another experience by homestead too that. Something was moving across his trees and there was like a distortion that wasn't clear, but something was there. And like there's in the winter, they saw something in the trees above the cattle. One of the men shot the thing in the tree and it fell out, but also disappeared completely. And all they found was a strange raptor claw in the snow where that being fell. Yeah.
3: Fucking raptor tracks. What the hell? Jesus, not chicken tracks, mind you. So So
1: basically, after these crazy stories, they're like, eh, you know, the ranch comes with a bit of lore, and they've always heard these. So they're like, well, let's fucking detect or stimulate these portals. Like, let's take the lore for face value.
3: Make it work for us. And let's see if
1: we can do something with this. And if you want to talk about the rabbi, because that was super interesting, and I liked, Mm -hmm. I liked how Taylor was like, you know, I'm a man of science, and we do science, but sometimes, you know, you gotta kind of.
5: I I do just want to to say to wrap up Colonel Taylor that, or sorry Colonel Alexander that uh, what he was describing was basically the same thing Keel described when he's talking about window areas. Mm -hmm. And he said it just so matter-of-factly, but he didn't, like, say any of the words that you would use if you were someone who was reading a ton of John Keel or, like, UFO research to begin with. Mm -hmm. He used the words that he would describe to describe them that he would just being an army dude, right? But he's saying the same stuff. He's describing the same stuff. And I just thought that was super interesting. And, uh, yeah, but I think what the rabbi, like, his ceremony was... Even crazier, even I, I,
3: yeah, even more I think it was I think it was amazing, and listeners, you should know who John Keel is if you haven't, um, we recommend picking up the eighth tower, which I finally read, and or Mothman prophecies, one of the two, um, very, very renowned writer in this field, um, so anyway, just a side note on that, but yeah the 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 rabbi, wow, you know, and this is what's cool, so if you think of this and and not to get rid of the weeds with it, but you know again, you said Taylor's a scientific. You know, we're looking at science. We're looking at these experiments. Now he's like, you know what? This isn't working. So let's try this to see if it's, he's got that open mind, I feel, and maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I feel like he has an open mind. It's like, you know, if, if if my experiments aren't working and what we're doing is not working, let's try the other side of the gamut, even though it's not necessarily the scientific road to go down on. And that's where the rabbi comes into it. And I thought that was cool. Let's
1: let's get a spiritual point of view because Mm -hmm. fucking why not?
3: Yeah, yeah, wait, I mean, I won't hear anything at this we're point. We're already
1: talking about portals. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah You're
3: already down this um, far. Yeah. I mean, you know, spiritual
4: thinking and religion and stuff like that, they're obviously, in, in my mind anyway, has something to do with this mysticism. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm, yeah. you know what I mean? That's another outlook on what's going on here.
5: Well, sure. and they claim sure. to know
3: about
1: portals, so... Yeah, so let's
3: give him a shot. He said portals, you know.
1: Yeah, the rabbi Ariel Zadok, Zadok, I mean, he is supposedly, like, you know, uh, he he knows about portals, and he has these, like, ancient prayers and everything. Um, So, I mean, and this actually produced.
3: It it, it produced anomaly. I mean, it did. So basically what had happened, again, not to get into detail, but he, you know, number one, the the Jewish faith and the Jewish tradition um, respected just because it, it does have a lot of history of mysticism in its own world, in its own thing. And so he brought that into play. Did some uh songs, traditional chants and hums up at a certain area in the rocks. And, again, guys, if you want to add to it, you can. But, again, we, we don't yeah. get too far the Well, much, but-
1: do you remember what? right when they're meeting uh Rabbi Zadok mm-hmm. and they're just on the patio and he's kind of talking about, like, you know, gateways and, you know, he thinks portals could be opening on this property with living non-human entities coming and going and just saying that these things have been around for since the world has been created, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Trying to be one with them and making them whatever. But uh, as they're talking, they see a UFO, yeah, or they they yeah. see they see a light in the sky, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Um. So that, I mean the. Well, and that's something pretty interesting that, you know, v- very right much in uh, the phenomenon.
3: Yeah. And well, not only and, that, but it, it, it's in the same place that they saw last season. Like, it seems like there's certain places there. They kept, it's the same thing. They're seeing out of the same corner of their eye. Yep. They're seeing on the video. I've got some notes in that towards the tail end of the show, but um, yeah, I thought that was, it just, it's the correlation, I guess. Right. Is that what you're going with? It just is kind of, it's odd. Let's say that. Yeah.
5: And, uh, I, I think that it was over the East field is where they were seeing that UFO. It's where the uh, cattle carcass was found and where, uh, where they keep seeing like UAP activity. Um, but also the ancient like atonal chant that he does uh, is a prayer for the opening of the gates uh uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: I, I caught that actually I caught that. But nice.
5: he's like basically there to invite whatever is there to communicate if it's willing, which is fucking nuts, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um I what I think is Nate is when they he did the chance, the tonal chance, which yeah, absolutely correct, Josh, on that one. Um <laughs> the anomalies that happened down in Homestead 2. And again, John, you talked about things in Homestead 2. It seemed like there was a lot of things happening in that triangle, and Homestead 2 is part of that. Like, they literally had these cold anomalies that just – and they went down there to research it. And they said, mm-hmm. yeah, it dropped like 20 degrees. Yeah, yeah they, could, they so, could tell. Yeah,
1: wh- while he's doing these ceremonies, you know, they set up all the, all the cameras and audio detection equipment, all the, you know pff- – Fleer and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they got crazy readings, like super hot up top and cold on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after the ceremony ended, the temperature around the homestead plummeted.
3: Yeah. 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 And Um, there was also, yeah.
1: And then they made that, there was like the treetops were super warm. And then there was like a strange cold vortex. Mm -hmm. And then it started heating up um yeah and like you were saying it was like 20 degrees colder in the vortex
3: yeah it's crazy you know it's almost like the
1: lord of the rings eye almost basically it it, it
5: looked like that it was weird and uh like i guess we're talking about not really describing fleer imagery but like black and the deep purples are the coldest colors and it did look like a negative relief of the eye of Sauron from the Lord of the Rings for real. That's the name.
3: Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember the name. Um, Yeah. It was crazy. But
5: also, like, they saw something that looked like it kind of maybe came out of or went into that vortex as well on the FLIR camera.
1: Yeah. Just something black, like, floated by. After Eric Bard, like, Mm -hmm. went over that next day and started going through the data that they collected and everything, like, looking through it, it shows this black thing, which means it, is I don't know. Black means it's just v- super, super cold. cold,
3: super cold. Like, yeah. Like it yeah, doesn't have yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so that, I mean, and it just shows that thing just kind <clears> of <throat> float on by. So, I mean, whatever the hell that is, I mean, that's, Interesting, interesting, <laughs> yeah. oh, for
3: sure. So let's chalk this up a bit, shall we? So we have a kind of a timeline here. You know, we talked about some uh, tradition and stories. Roland was one of them with the thing. We we were talking about the digging, you know, which we can kind of come back to maybe. But it, we talked about the caverns. We talked about the voids. Um, we talked about the, uh, the flare. Did we talk about, and correct me, guys, again, I watch the shows, but it, it was a while ago. I'm looking at the notes. They did another um, scientific uh, research thing where they used, is it is it leader? Is it kind of like how radar works? Lidar. 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 LIDAR, lidar. yep. And literally they had, so they had Eric go into Homestead too. Again, Homesteads are involved here. You know, you, you it's a device that basically makes things, it bounces sonar and radar off, and it gives you a three-dimensional cropping of what you're looking it's, at
4: it's how they discovered a lot of um you know ancient cities in the amazon that have been over mm-hmm. right. right
3: yeah under the trees and other canopy and years. stuff yeah, yeah for sure i mean it's amazing technology don't get me wrong I mean, it's just crazy how they do it and it's just this little handheld device but he did walk into the homesteads waved it around got all the calculations they could what i find interesting with that when they went back and they pulled those stats up where the homesteads were they were missing calculations they're missing like there were mm-hmm. big black voids It, the machine didn't get it so,
5: gathered no data from inside the house basically yeah, so he was getting data, data outside, outside um and you could even see it on the replay like the doorway was blank mm-hmm. and then he walked into it and it just didn't give you anything and he came back out and it was still gathering data but it wasn't getting any anything back from inside the house right which that's is oh, so wild uh fucking scary as hell
3: just fucking yeah, cur- yeah that, i mean very, why very spooky yeah, it's so so I mentioned that because that's another thing that stuck out of my mind. Um, I do want to play a quick drop here, and this is why I'm kind of tallying things up a bit uh, when we talk about the magnetic issues and the digging, which they they went crazy with the digging. Like Eric wanted to go, you know, we got to get a hundred feet here, you know. and They brought in a, a well rig, and they they punched a twenty inch hole, they lined it, and and they found running flowing water which kind of goes back to the specialists they brought in, Keenan, I believe, on, hey, this is what what my research has shown. And then, of course, they discovered the uh, electricity in the ground, right? So I do want to play, because this kind of set me back a bit when um, they started doing this. And this is, they're actually, so they have the current setup. They have a very rudimentary you know romex and it's hooked onto a battery assist and this is before they really went crazy with that experiment a bit which I, I think we should take some time to talk about um but this is a quick drop in regards to what was happening so stand by for this one so i want to what i want to do is break up so right there Sorry. what we're doing well that was interesting so that's connected directly so to yeah that. this just beep because you just disconnect the power it was this wait what that just went off? Yeah, just as you disconnected
5: that, this, this
4: electrostatic... You set off the lightning
3: meter. Yeah, now, that's interesting. That is very interesting.
4: When we took the battery out of the circuit, the lightning detector would go off. I don't think I have a good understanding of why that happened. Do it again.
3: What the... Wow. That. You're, conducted, you're conducting energy up through the ground... Has triggered, somehow is triggering that thing. What? That's repeatable. Look at that. For Eric's lightning detector to go off during this experiment, not only verified that the ground here at Homestead 2 is strangely conductive, just like the triangle area, but also that we may have stimulated some kind of phenomena. So I do also want to add to that. That was after the fact that they had the electronic hacking happening in the command center. The hacking? The hackening, thats what I call it. It's kind of like the happening.
5: Get it? Wink, wink. I think that's what he was getting at. Thank you for explaining
3: my wordplay, <laughs> sir. I needed someone to do that for me. Yeah, right. Anyway, I just—I find that interesting because this led to this, which led to this, and when they were in the command center and they felt like Look, somebody's looks like somebody's hacking our Wi-Fi, and uh, yeah, it, it just very—they worked tandem two and two. I thought those experiments were um, kind of got them to another point in in some of the some of the season i i know you guys' input on that whole thing but I yeah well that, that was,
1: was r- that was when they were like powering the flashlight through the dirt and closing mm-hmm. the circuit off with dirt like mm-hmm. l- and the circuits were 50 to 60 feet away um yeah i mean that's when they
3: that's the, when the they Tesla were controls. like yeah
1: there there's magnetic electric energy in this dirt
5: yeah yeah and it's weird this is kind of a running theme throughout the whole uh whole season whenever they talk about magnetic anomalies is they see more electromagnetic as empowered as in they can be turned on and off not just like iron in the soil that's just always magnetic right yeah because like that right.
3: can
1: like there's matt like magnetism in some soil
3: yeah and there, and there yeah. is and that's like why i brought all, that up all
1: over the place you know yeah. like yeah it's like oh yeah like you said like iron or something like mm-hmm. oh yeah okay that's
5: yeah, that's how like metal detectors work, basically. Yeah, it's not yeah. then the
4: crazy. That's not the craziest thing in the world. But then electrical current is a whole other thing, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I it, that sounds crazy to me that you can c- connect an electrical current with dirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. I mean, it. I'm one, not one, an electrician. One, but... I'm not claiming to like know everything about like electric circuitry, but you like it. I like wouldn't, I wouldn't think you could connect it through 50 feet of dirt
5: um yeah yeah, i think that's the weird part so i know and we'll get to this later i'm sure but i know tesla did some experiments with just transmitting energy through air let's just talk about it
3: yeah i i think that's Uh, where we're at i mean we can talk about the uh and i can't remember the name you guys might have in the notes but they did bring in another guy who has researched and literally has tesla coils Mm. That they brought to the ranch, and they started doing those experiments um, after they found out. Like John said, yeah, they got electric- electricity in the dirt. What's uh, what's going on here? This is something. Now, I do want a uh, quick side note. You know, in regards to Skinwalker and some of the stuff, um, I did an episode a long, long time ago. I think it was before you guys came on board. Uh, I did some research on ley lines, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Basically, there is a theory. That the whole world is lined with the, with these energy grids, basically, just like land, latitude, longitude, called ley lines, and certain things that are built. You know, especially we talk about ancient times. You know, Larry, you talk about you know old traditions, things like that. That if you map them and you look at the pyramids, you look at Stonehenge, you look at other monuments. If you map them, they all fall on certain ley lines, and they all fall in a row. And it has been researched that. When a ley line falls under what when there's water underneath the ley line, that frequency, because Earth itself has a frequency, that and that's just science. It does. It, it, whatever frequency that this globe runs on, there Put your are, crystals away. <laughs> I know, okay. I, I, hey, did I tell you guys? I got a Lemurian dolphin over here in a tank. It's, I got to get him on <laughs> camera so you
4: guys yeah,
3: can fucking you know see him. John Lemurian sound. Oh, Jesus Christ. But when ley lines pass, when water passes underneath ley lines, the frequency amps up like tenfold. And so when they found water and they were doing the drilling, um, that was interesting. And that kind of, you know, and again, I'm not, none of us are, but it, it made me wonder, like, okay, if, if that is a thing, if there is a thing, there is water underneath, if there is caverns, is that causing some of these anomalies? And then, of course, we have something that we don't have to talk about now. We can bring it up later on. But uh, we talked about when they were doing the drilling and the digging, um, some of the soil samples and the rock samples they uh, ran into
5: yeah so. so this ties right into your tesla coil thing um while i was looking for the guy with the tesla coils names um apparently this is where the perfectly legal and doctor prescribed medicinal weed kicked in uh <laughs> but all i have is for his name is brad and he rules okay um Love you, brad. but they're getting a third of an amp in an open circuit through the ground which should not happen normally uh like it should be like milliamps like right. that's what what's barely registering
2: yeah
5: you know like maybe enough to light up a circuit tester but that would be about it um but this is like almost a full amp flowing through
1: 60 feet of dirt yeah yeah
4: and and they've established that it's just dirt like it's, are there any metals in there that could conduct it not, not at this point
1: i mean it's just dirt uh, but i mean just, it's just the ground so yeah but yeah, the ground at home said to is definitely conductive and it can possibly store energy. Right. Um, and so after they do all of these Tesla experiments also, like they, they blast like basically um, let's see. Uh, oh, let me see. Thomas Winterton had a good quote that I was trying to see, but um crap of course Is I'm it blowing it right now full
5: spectrum stimulation <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he's, he he was just basically like trying to break it down into like okay so what are we doing like um we're just basically blasting the ground with a shitload of energy and Travis Taylor's like yeah basically yep yep that's that's, <laughs> that's what a, we're doing
3: kind of hit it on the head
1: <laughs> and this night nothing really happened like mm-hmm. no like I think crazy anomalous kind of happen, but they say that, you know, sometimes you stimulate the phenomena and it like a, a day or two later, all of a sudden
3: some weird shit happens. Yeah. It's a delayed reaction at times. Depending so on after,
1: doing. after the Tesla experiment, Taylor goes home, have a little break. Um, but a couple, of, some of the team stays on. Eric Bard starts going through some cameras and while Taylor's gone, he sees like this crazy lightning storm from his if he's monitoring the camera yeah. on his trailer and he comes, he's like, we need to look at this lightning storm because you know, it's, it's lightning storm. Like let's check it out. But they couldn't find it. That lightning storm on the other camera. And so uh. they're like, all right. And they're looking at it frame by frame. And all of a sudden, like they see what looks like the protector of Azkaban and Harry Potter, like, fly down. And the only reason they're looking at this time stamp or like this time period in the, in the cameras is because Taylor swears he saw like this crazy lightning storm. Yeah. And the footage is just insane. Like that's why, like that's what makes this show the craziest show out there is because it has caught legitimate unidentified Aerial phenomenon.
3: Yes. So Oh, go ahead.
5: So in my notes <laughs> I was like, a craft. Welcome to the craft extravaganza oh, But Jesus. it looks almost like a Mothman, honestly. Or you know, it's it's definitely not a bug, it's definitely not a drone. Like and I think uh like the tormentors from Harry Potter is or the Dementors or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nerds tell me what that book means. But, I think it's um, the
1: Dementors, I think.
5: But I think I know I can okay. picture what you're talking about, and that is the exact thing that it kind of looks like.
1: This just this black streak, just yeah, going it comes almost straight down, down. and then it looks kind like of it hovers. has a
5: raggedy edge,
1: and then like, and it kind of looks like it has a trail, and it looks like it's cutting through these the clouds too. There's a couple times where I see it like it looks like it's cutting through, so it like means that it's some type of physical yeah thing. Is, it, is it meeting with the ground? No.
3: Sorry, I'm... I'm, I'm, No, no, that that never meets the ground, but, you know... And when it juts behind
1: the mesa, Travis Taylor surmises that, he's like, that thing is going about a thousand miles an hour.
0: Follow strange uncles down the rabbit hole of the wild and bizarre as they uncover history that shouldn't be talked about, topics that don't fit into the norm, and conspiracies that sometimes run amok. Find our website at mystrangeuncles.com. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Strange Uncles. Or check out our YouTube channel, Strange Uncles Podcast, where we are adding new content every week. Open the gates.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fast. fast. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we, we have notes, but we don't know what each other's notes say, and I just pulled some random stuff. Um, that's one of the drops I pulled. You guys want to hear it? Fuck yeah. So, there it is. See this? Look, it's, it's in the clouds, whatever it is. What? Okay.
4: Aren't just diving? Look how it's just diving straight down. down there. That's like hovering. That's weird.
5: Yeah, you know what's interesting, though, is right there where it's hovering is about the perspective where it looked like it where we disappeared s- above the
4: Where we up. saw it on the other camera, right? Look, it's just got a weight behind it. It's going
1: really fast.
4: And Look, it, look, it, look, streaked look, it, it just off. streaked off. What in the world? Hmm.
3: Quinking ink.
1: Yeah. Fucking crazy. That's yeah. like, yeah. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. to me, that's one of the craziest things that's been caught on, like, a National mainstream television show.
3: Yeah, I mean it's something. It it wasn't just a blip. It wasn't a a, a fucking thing of fur caught in a camera lens. Like like it was something. It's, when it died, crazier bond, than that
1: that uh, black thing above the cattle. It's crazier yeah. than like the weird lights they see in the sky. Like this is like a good video of something.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. I thought that was kind of amazing. And you know, you mentioned lightning storms too, and and again, you know, we've been out there, and uh, you know, we saw lightning storms near the ranch. It, 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 you know, a mute point, but it just never seemed to move. Like it was weird. I kept mm-hmm. watching it. I don't know. It just there's a, there's just I hate trying to say that there's correlations here, but you know, it, it just yeah, there, there's so much shit going on, and 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 I couldn't I couldn't imagine just living on this ranch for a month at a time, two months at a time. Oh, and doing th- that, was, that was that was amazing. Want
1: to so bad. Oh God! Crazy.
3: While
4: I watch this, I'm like, geez, I would love to be there, especially with you guys. Just
3: like, all right, let's set up all our. Where's, Shay- Where's Shane? Shane at? Oh, he's We're hiding underneath the crazy. fucking sleeping bag over there, fucking with his head.
1: <laughs> I know. I want to be just like the intern that's like, here, set all this shit up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it, because yeah. like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to read like this. Spectrum analyzer thing. Obviously, this think- says
5: plus one thousand. Is that good or bad? Is that good <laughs> or
1: bad? What is what does this mean? Like,
3: <laughs> what well, was? Remember the scene when fucking Caleb, uh, Dragon's right hand guy, the other security guy, was watching yeah. the 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 no, the, the uh, ground noise or the noise level. And they're doing the experiment out there. And he's like, "Hey, just so you know, it's doing this." <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay. Who's just like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but uh, check this out. It's doing something. It's doing something. That, <laughs> that would funny. be fun to be
4: the guy on the side, you know? Like, uh, oh man, what
5: is it doing? Yeah,
3: just yeah. watching everyone
4: freak out. I'm gonna uh, sounds fun to me.
3: Well, and I mean, not I'm only fine. so, not only that, John, but I, I and team. You know, they they so they did see that that was one, but they also captured again. Not to you know be a Broken drum, but the same thing they see off the deck, the same thing they see over the eastern field, I think, Josh, you mentioned. Like, this is repetitive things that they – and it just catches Mm -hmm. them. It's like they're literally just sitting around shooting the shit, talking about, okay, well, we did this, and what do you want to do tomorrow, or tomorrow's going to be this. And then all of a sudden, one of them just turns over, and there's shit up in the sky. And they all just jump up, and it's like, look, it's happening again. And it's just so quick that they – and you see the camera guy just spinning his gear around to look. Enough just to see that blip or whatever that looks like. And it just, it's surreal. It's fucking just surreal, you know? So, anyway. Yeah. I mean, this
1: ranch is, it's, it's crazy. And like, man, it's just, I'm just so thankful that they let a camera crew oh film god these experiments yeah 100 percent. well and because i i've been yeah i mean we've all been there like mm-hmm. I, I i yeah i will I'm i will fascinated totally with this place especially because it's in our backyard
3: i know and, it's yeah, what two and a half hours away something like that for listeners it's yeah, not that yeah, far it's, from salt lake it's,
4: uh, not far so it's no. possible to know and, and, and feel there but like yeah. t- just the fact that they're i don't know like you said john letting all this be recorded Mm-hmm. in our backyard kind of is makes it you know pushes it closer to home feels it's, like. it's it's crazy yeah. and i
3: think when we stayed out there again you know some of you may know this but some of you new listeners may not we stayed at uh, pelican lake i believe correct and it was what 10 miles 12 miles yeah. from actual skinwalker we went out I'm there in the middle of the secrets and se- i know right and set up oh. cameras and everything else and and just just very between the anyway Anyway, I do want to um, start kind of, I think those are the highlights of which, if that isn't enough, then I don't know what to do for you guys. Because between the digging, the the magnometers, the electricity, the Tesla experiments they did, the things in the sky, the UAPs they saw, um, the cattle, John, you mentioned. uh, The last episode caught me a bit, and I'd like to take some time to talk about that. They were actually in the helicopter. And it um, mm-hmm. was flying around the helicopter and uh, they actually, something was following them. They couldn't see it, but something was following them 30 to 40 f- feet below where they were at in the air. Anybody want to talk about that a bit.
5: Yeah, I would love to. Holy shit. So <clears throat> the energy source that's emitting like gamma rays and, and just everything that they've been able to track that, is up in the air so far over the last two seasons is about 5,000 feet above grand ground level, which up there is about 5,000 feet above sea level. So like back and forth, we'll talk about 5,000 feet or 10,000 feet. But, uh, what's the main thing that's wild here is, um, they attach a bunch of instruments to the bottom of, uh, Brandon's helicopter. And then his brother Cameron takes, uh, Eric Bard and Travis Taylor up in the helicopter, and their their initial plan is to step up to the ten thousand feet above sea level, five thousand feet above ground, uh, and gather data the entire way around. So they're going to spiral their way up. As soon as they start heading up to their mid height, so uh, twenty five hundred feet or eight fifty above sea level. Sorry, eighty five hundred feet above sea level. They, uh, they, their altimeter starts getting tripped saying that there's something that's 40 feet below them, which basically the altimeter, uh, is a radar based instrument, or at least this particular type of it is a radar based instrument that keeps you from smashing into things when you are landing and you think, uh, you're closer to the ground than, or sorry, uh, higher than you are, or mm-hmm. also if you're flying through poor visibility, so you don't like accidentally run into a building or a mountain. Right. So to have that saying that there is something that's 40 feet below them within when they're like several thousand feet in the air is insane. And it keeps happening. It's very close. to And they like demonstrate that there is no instrumentation failure on this. Like they have pictures of it working fine before, working fine after. It's a very important piece of of uh, of instrumentation for an aircraft. So it's not it's not something you buy at Radio Shack. This thing works. No, yeah, I mean right, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it works. Right, right. It's not so, it's not a little forty dollars. This guy's not going to bring you up and you know just kill everyone on this rink-a-dink helicopter.
5: Yeah, which is uh, I think. I think Earlier in the season, they, uh, they meant they had a scene where Cameron was flying people over the Mesa. Uh, it was when he was bringing someone onto the ranch,
1: it was the the very first scene of the show.
5: Yeah. It was when they were bringing in the new doctor that's going to, uh, make sure everyone's not getting radiation poisoning, basically
1: Christopher Lee.
5: Yeah. And, uh, and he makes a like Cameron makes a big deal again about how he just does not like flying over that Ridge. Cause his helicopter starts doing weird shit and, um, and he avoids it. Yeah. Weird. And then this weird. in the last episode to have this happen, it's like, okay, I get why you don't like this, man.
1: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there was, there was also uh, in one of the episodes, um, Thomas Winterton, Like they basically, you know, triangulated like some, there's some weird readings up top above Mm -hmm. this triangle, Mm -hmm. but it's like something doesn't want us to be up there.
5: Yeah. Whenever they get anything close to it, weird shit happens. Something is trying
1: very hard for us to not be up there in that height, Mm
5: -hmm.
1: in that 10,000 foot height.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, and on that too, um, with Thomas. you know, and I, I didn't quite finish the whole season, but there are a few times where he's like, I'm getting a crazy migraine headache. I need to get off the ranch.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's when again he was affected. So yeah, that's when the hacking was happening. I mean, Taylor was affected by that too.
5: Yeah. He had to go into that silo and, and oddly enough, when he went into the silo, he stopped experiencing the weird, like brain fog. That is my daily existence. Lucky son of a bitch. But, um, (laughs) But he went into a silo, which is like crazy because they're basically while the hackening is happening, they're experiencing just a huge blast of of everything on the electromagnetic uh, frequency spectrum. Right. So he's they're getting hit with power that would affect you physiologically physiologically and it should be affecting everyone if it's affecting anyone to some degree or another right right but they go into that uh grain silo and he immediately feels better and i thought that was super interesting because uh before they put cell signal repeaters in the new building that my work built a few years ago uh you could not get a signal in there and it was all open windows, all everything, you know, but there was so much steel and concrete. that was blocking the signal and, and a silo would work essentially the same way, like basically a giant Faraday cage Mm -hmm. to keep most of whatever is affecting him out. I think the kind of protecting him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's basically like an off switch. Like he can go in there and close the door and then the signal can't, reach him which is super weird because if it's reaching him it should be reaching everybody like you can't you can pin you can focus radio waves and electromagnetic energy like that's basically what a laser is is focused light and sound but like it's just super weird that it will affect one or two people at a time while they're standing not more than a few feet away from a bunch of other people and nobody else feels it feels it that's that's not how that works. Well, it's 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 focused,
4: kind of. You know what I mean? Like it it it, it goes a little bit beyond science at that point.
5: Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying, yeah. or at least beyond yeah. what we know about science. What we know exactly. Yeah,
3: right. I was gonna say. So you know, on that subject too. Again, quick side note. Uh, you know, when you talk about apparitions, people are seeing ghosts and house, things like that. It it is a a very not a proven theory, but a very well rounded basis that, uh, you know, EMF frequency, especially old houses, galvanized piping, electrical that's not grounded, it will fuck with your psyche. They call it a fear cage, and it literally will mess with you and cause you to feel like somebody's following you or somebody's watching you or, and, yeah. and it's a matter there've been cases where, uh, you know, certain, well, for example, Mike Purdue and, and Jen off, uh, Oakland paranormal, they have come into situations like that. They found that they've researched it, interviewed the people and brought an electrician in to ground the piping or ground the electricity and, and it goes away and there's no problem past that. So there's something with frequencies around us. And that's a that's a good cause of it. And yeah, Josh. to a certain point. Yeah, I think you know. How come it's not affecting these people when they're affecting? How come this one's different than this one? But and and let's not forget about same thing in season one. They had they still had phone anomalies. They still had their fucking iPhones going crazy and shit like that happening that got hacked. And I know well, that's just fucking heat or a bad battery or a shitty phone. But I just I find you know it was a repeated thing from season one that is continuing to happen. So
5: yeah, like my phone's freaked out. from time to time but usually like only when it's at max capacity memory and hasn't been restarted in three weeks and
3: you know is running like shit anyway because it's bad yeah for sure for sure but yeah i think so it's just very interesting i think electromagnetic and then we talked about that we talked about the experience we talked about the helicopter too i think uh you know, that all kind of plays in the same basket, if you will, a bit. And I Yeah, think let's get back to the helicopter. You know, yeah, it's a, yeah. a running thing. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Well, I mean it it doesn't make any sense to me. It's it seems like there was something invisible under there triggering the it's <coughs> like the the tools were working correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was saying there was something forty feet below them. Yeah. And yeah. until they had to abort that mission, they never even got up to where they wanted to be. Yeah. Because they were just like, "This is unsafe." My instruments aren't working Again, the properly. Ranch was like, fuck yep. you. And I think his instruments so, uh, were working properly. Yeah, they definitely were. Yeah. yeah, because it was detecting something down there, and God knows what it was, but something was below that forty mm-hmm. feet. Mm-hmm. I don't, and trailing. Yeah.
5: I don't know if you guys caught this like in the recap when they were talking to Brandon kind of cuz the bulk of the last episode is like basically it's uh done under the pretense of bringing Brandon up to speed about what they've found and what they want to do going forward but it's really to like recap everything for the audience. Yeah. And um and that's where you find out that when uh Cameron Brandon's brother the pilot of the of the helicopter really freaked out and was like, I'm not doing this anymore was when they were almost to 10,000 feet, their target altitude where they think this power source is basically at where they lost the weather balloon before. Right. Right. Um, when they're getting close to that altitude, the craft went from 45 or whatever their radar was picking up went from 45 to 50 feet below them to Uh, within 32 feet or 35 feet yeah and yep. that's and he would that's when he was like fuck this we're done i mean he, I he probably said fudge this but like it, well,
1: frick this
4: yeah frick this probably yeah.
5: watch your language uh, this is freaking weird hosers
4: <laughs> <laughs> but, this is yeah. hecka weird but, but it's because um you know it's messing with his instruments and messing with the safety of the people
5: on
1: the helicopter right
5: yeah. yeah and helicopters are hard to crash land yeah, Apparently. yeah, they're, they're not yeah. The, I mean he's yeah. got
1: a bunch of life on you know, he's responsible for like people's lives. So he's like, Yeah, oh, we're we're aborting this. It, it's a thing. We go I he goes over this them. certain
4: area several times and it messes with his instruments and his ability to
1: like to keep, find keep out it. to find out what is it ten thousand feet isn't worth your life.
5: Yeah, no. It's like I, in my notes, I was like, I get it, but
1: fuck it, come on. Oh yeah. Oh no. For, and, and when just be, we just, just do it. And we're watching this as an entertainment thing. Like I said before, like, so, no, I was like, no, don't abort. Come on. 32 feet. That's not that ah, bad. Fucking person, that's plenty of room to maneuver. Plenty of room. Do <laughs> plenty of room. Just go. But uh, like, I, really, an expert helicopter that pilot, really know do that. yeah, if I was in that helicopter, I bet get, Get, put this on the ground right now. Yeah, know, right now. Yeah, you yeah, might the, think it's safe, but I don't.
3: Dude, the first yeah. hint of somebody going, well, there's something like 40 feet below us and we don't know what it is because we can't see it, I'm like, oh, well, is there a parachute? Because I'm jumping. We're not going to fucking do this anymore. Yeah, yeah it was very surreal. You're going to get
1: cut by a helicopter blade. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Well, at least you go on style. But Best yeah, it, it was very, it was crazy. The helicopter was crazy. Um, I do, I think the wrap up also would be the, um, of course, they did the rockets again trying yep. to that was measure. So cool. Those yeah. were awesome. Yeah, it was. I mean, what they, and this is better, again, for those of you who watched season one, they the uh, devices and the technology they put inside the rockets to gather the data that they did uh, was pretty badass, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, it made in, the uh, rockets
1: from first season look so embarrassing. Looked like the, like the like one just you just made. I used that on a TV from, show, yeah.
5: It yeah. <laughs> made it look like the shit I used to buy from True Value when uh-huh. I was like
1: fucking...
5: Yeah. 12. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's like the, it's like the, the craft store rocket. Mm. Was the first season, and now they're like really doing it, you know? Yeah, they oh, Jesus big boys out. This
3: I mean, season. they were hauling up up the train. I was like, oh my god, this looks like the fucking Taliban. Like that shit was yeah. fifteen fucking feet long, and it was a thing. Oh yeah, chock full well. of
1: devices, and yeah. it stimulated more UAP sightings. Yep, it absolutely yeah. did, rocket and also
5: UAP one of the dudes from the rocket team, which was from uh, Lock Precision, a local company, uh. He started feeling like weird, like Mm -hmm. his arm hair all started standing up on him like like he was about to be struck by lightning. And he started feeling weird and anxious and nobody next to him did. Yeah,
2: Um, So he went back back down
5: to like by mission command for a little bit. And then he came back up to help with some stuff. And then he and another guy from uh, Lock Precision, Jay, I think his name was, were also... Uh, he started feeling weird too, so it kind of started spreading. But like everybody else was fine, like nobody else Mm -hmm. got any like of the weird heebie jeebies. It's weird how it's um. It seems to be so selective. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
4: yeah. Well, and that was that's what paranormal phenomena is. It's very. it, It really is,
3: and that's my point before. I mean, it really, you know, it it it's weird how it affects certain people and doesn't affect others, and. You know, Thomas Winterden is a good example of that with what happened to his head and uh, what could have possibly happened. I think John mentioned it. You know, they had headaches and they had, well, they had the hack that happened in the command center. Just very, yeah, it, it, it's not not things you can predict, for sure, mm. you know, at that side. So very, very interesting. And they did gather some really good data from the rockets. Um, you know, they looked over, of course, you know, Brandon Fugle flew back out and they, you know, talked about where they wanted to be. Um, I thought it was interesting I mean, obviously, right, unless, you know, there's something weird that will occur, season three will happen. I, I find it, you know, if they went from season one to season two with experiments, how they did it, the money they put into it, the contractors they brought into it, I'm really, really looking forward to, say, like, what does season three lead to? What, What's well, your guys' hope, synopsis on that?
1: Well, hopefully they're filming that right now. Yeah. Right.
3: Oh, are they starting now or within should, a season, couple months? Season
1: three should be filming right now.
3: Okay. okay. Speculatively, I mean,
1: we I have mean, no way like, to know it, but nope. yeah. It and if they aren't, you fucking should. Prometheus <laughs> Entertainment, get out to Skinwalker Ranch and start filming. Thank <laughs> well, you Well, yeah, guys. I'll come carry stuff. <laughs> History I'll point yeah, things yeah. and be like, is that what it's supposed to be doing? But I mean, they usually it, they're usually filming in July, and yeah. August. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, True. if they True. stick with their same uh, time frame from season one, season two, I, there's no reason they shouldn't be, be
4: filming right now. I would be surprised if they weren't doing season three. Cause I mean, it, it, it sets it up for another one and yeah, they're oh, just yeah. progressing each yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. And, and I can't imagine they have uh, lower viewership from uh, season two to season one. You know what I mean? No. Like,
1: well, my, my kind of wrap ups on this, my idea is they have proven that there are unexplainable anomalies um, that are happening on that property. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like what you like, you're getting all these negative results that still uh, result to something. So they've proven that there's something happening there. They haven't proven what it is mm-hmm. or where it's coming from or why or any of that nature but they are they have proved to me personally that, that there are strange anomalies that do occur on that ranch and i feel like they've proved that unequivocally agreed and and you know, and, you know I, I, yeah. like i already said before you know we don't know what yeah or who I, or I, why
3: I, I do think that it is a different So uh, just a quick wrap-up on my side is, uh, you know, the first season is something Brandon made a very valid point with, and I've heard him in other interviews. I heard him on Project Human, some of the other podcasts out there, When they, which, you know, we've been trying to get him on. But it was just cool to have Thomas on, honestly. But, you know, aside from the fact, uh, you know, he said, look, you know, we're taking this at a – we're going to record. We're going to record data and calculations. We're going to be – we're gonna view things, we're gonna look at things from the distance. We're not gonna really act on them. We gotta gather information. And I think that this season two is a, a point of them going, you know, we're still doing that, but let's take a dabble in being a little bit more active and physical on the phenomena and how mm-hmm. it works and how it's interjecting into our lives and how it's affecting in the ranch. And and I, I find that a huge I find that a huge leap, personally. So, you know.
4: Definitely. Well and, and, and with um even with Travis, like accepting the idea of portals and then trying to test that um, versus season one, you know what I mean? Like that right there shows a progression and I feel like there's, you know, season three is in the bag in my opinion, but
5: yeah,
1: yeah. I guess we'll see. I mean, I'd I'd bet all my life that they're recording right now.
5: Yeah, sure. so I don't know what the or numbers film. are so far, but season one was the top-rated show on history.
3: Was channel. it? Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah well,
5: it
4: was at the time. I remember reading that. Yeah,
5: and I'm sure that even with everything that is happening in the world, season two was still probably fairly well-rated. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it sounds like I would think it would be really weird if history didn't do a season three just because I, I would be really surprised if, I mean, I think Brandon's probably putting a lot of his own money into it, you know?
3: No, for sure. Um, I'm, but, sure he, but, I'm sure. Oh, he's I'm helping. sure the
1: majority of that is Brandon's money. Yeah. Cause they're going to do but, what they're going to do no matter what. Right.
5: But I there's it, a it TV crew a little or not. More
1: on top of like, well,
4: these ratings are going up and up. Maybe they'll put a little more money into it. I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
1: Oh, I'm the sure it's not important. Yeah, money like, is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Rand's point is all-
5: that that they're doing the research and they're and they're working on it. So I think it's going to keep going, and I'm super excited for what they're talking about, wanting to do next summer, which is this summer, uh, with a blump, a blump, to try and get up to that 10,000 foot mark, put some instruments on it, uh, go that way.
1: Yes, I forgot about the, the, the blimp idea. Or the Taylor, blimp idea, excuse me.
5: Sorry, yes, the blump. The blump <laughs> is. Oh, the old blump. I, <laughs> I, I, <well, laughs> I gave her the old blump.
4: It's a good year, blump. I gave her the old blump,
5: you know. Uh, it sounds blimpkin, like a sexy Don't move. worry about it. Yeah, yeah.
4: So,
1: uh, the I don't know, man.
5: Well, like, so Brandon he- wants to engage the intelligence community. Right. See, I
1: don't want that to happen because as soon as you get into like the intelligence community, government officials, then you start being like, well, you can't release that. You can't release Mm -hmm. that. It's like, no, this has always been open source for Brandon Fugle. Like, I don't want anybody from the government, anybody from the military. I mean, I know that's the same thing, but like, I don't want the intelligence community. (laughs) I I, I
3: don't think he's going to allow that because the
1: intelligence community has nothing to do with it. Like, I'll get scientists in there. Get yeah. I agree
4: with you, John. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing with the UFO thing. Like, getting CIA, FBI, NSA, whatever the fuck, NASA. Like, I
3: don't care. Get out of there. Like, yeah, get yeah. All right. Scienti- so, scientists yeah. only in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he would allowed that here. to happen. I, I really Sorry.
1: don't. Go ahead, Josh.
3: Hear me out. He
5: didn't say it like he wanted their help. He said it like they have let him know that they're aware of what's going on and uh, they have resources available is what it sounded like.
3: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: sure they do, but uh, yeah.
3: Do you want know to trust government yeah. as far as you can throw when, them? when they,
1: when they use those resources now that that, that data is theirs. Right. Well, yes, fair.
5: okay. Very fair. So God damn, the students have become <laughs> the teacher. I love it. Uh, that he's like, yeah, I'm going to talk to the Intel community, but also, uh, God damn it. The ground penetrating radar from the satellite that uh, Travis was talking about, where it can look like 200 k- kilometers below the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that shit's really impressive and interesting. And I'm super pumped about it. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're going to uh,
4: utilize that in the next one. I mean, I, I have no doubt, but I guess we'll see.
1: Oh, and uh, my hot take. This is—I don't really have anything to say uh, after this, but my hot take is that Skinwalker Ranch is a type of charging station um, for. I'm gonna. Go, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it, and I don't 100% believe this, but this is a fun theory that I'm like, all right, this is. Here I like we this go. theory. This is like a charging station for like UAP. And when I, I say when so. I when I say I UAP, so. and when I say UAP in this instance, I mean, like alien visitors coming to this place and they know that they can like charge there. And like it's some type of some type of interdimensional charging something or other portal something. It's an electronic
5: gas station.
3: I, I was going to say one thing we did not cover real quick and then we can end this and go on is um the uh, some of the stuff they found while they were digging the possible gilsonite and some of the other things that were in the soil was interesting. The gilsonite, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought that shit
5: sounded made up, but then they started actually really talking about it. It's, it, it's a thing. Like, oh, yeah, fuck. it's a thing.
4: Can somebody explain briefly what gilsonite? is supposed to be or it, it, so Let it's
5: me
3: it, well, similar to what josh was saying earlier with iron things like that certain rocks and certain minerals are going to hold current charge whatever have you It's just like yeah you know, again metal detectors they're gonna if you dial them in to find iron they're going to find iron you know it's the same so it's something similar than that and if that okay. was and it's from a they oh, are gil- they're hypothesized that it's from a meteor yeah so yeah. okay so gilsonite
1: is a naturally occurring solid black, lightweight organic material that originates from the solidification of petroleum, solid hydrocarbons like gilsonite are called asphalites and are found in oil bearing sedimentary basins commonly as veins associated with oil shell. But they applied like it It yeah. wouldn't melt. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't melt.
3: Something would have to cause it to do that. So
1: that means they so were it's saying not gilsonite. So, yeah. So, well, it most likely is not that, but that's interesting. Yeah, they were saying it's not petroleum based since it wouldn't melt.
5: Yeah, and that's and what I'm when
1: getting. They, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, that's what I'm getting off um, just Gilsonite, an unusual Utah resource. So, that's what this web Utah Geological Survey um, is okay. saying, what it is. So, we kind of got a different um, explanation, I think, from the show to be honest with you I, I do yeah. I think
3: so yeah I'm so when fault.
1: they
5: yeah when they broke down the the black substance they were looking at they basically ruled it out as gilsonite because it wasn't flammable like a petroleum based oh, okay guy would be and they said uh, when they broke mm-hmm. it down and did like uh, spectrum analysis on it it they said it looks like strontium and barium with a bunch of other shit because typing is hard sometimes um, so it's not, it's at least not just Gilsonite. Oh, this and is what Taylor said. Now they were I... saying that that what they pulled out of that, uh, drill hole basically has everything you would need to
1: build an airplane, yes. build an aircraft. Yeah. Yes. They found yeah. the, the raw materials to build an airplane.
3: Yeah. Apollo. Yeah. that That's where my fault. So yes, that's what it was. Taylor said that if you were to mush up an airplane, everything you would find to build that would be within the data they found in the soil. Yeah. That was what that was. Yeah.
4: I do not see yeah. that part. Yeah.
3: Very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Huh. Anyway, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, just, uh, yeah. Crazy, crazy show. I can't wait to where it goes. I, I think, you know, I was going to House and ask all of you, what, what do you want them to do? But I think we already really talked about that. I think we're excited yeah. for what they discussed and, and where they want to go and what road they want to go down into. Um, and, again, you know, we're going to try to get, uh, we're going to try to get maybe somebody other than Thomas Wernerton on maybe get him on we'll talk about it and before uh before it uh, comes out but just just fascinating fascinating and and skinwalker's not the only area like that there's other there's an area in phoenix that they claim has the same properties the same anomalies happening uh there's other places kind of pockmarking in the country and the world it just so happened that right now you know skinwalker's got the front stage so you know this is this is where we're at. Uh, I'll be honest with you till I moved to Utah guys I never knew what skinwalker even was, so it, it's kind of I think this is a new thing for a lot of people um, watching the show, you know yeah so anyway, um, does anybody else have any other wrap ups, thoughts, concerns? I mean we would ramble on and on about our favorite show, but you know in general, just all kinds of crazy shit occurred experiments uh, excited to see what what's going to happen. Excited to see what already did happen. That was kind of pending in season one. There's like, well, where are they going to go? And I think it exceeded our wishes on that. So, yeah. yeah, I would just say
5: if you haven't watched it, watched it, it's worth your time. And it's not like your typical, like boring. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Paranormal well, it's a, show. It's, it's a good show. A and good
1: I've, I've learned a lot because sometimes I'm like, yeah they're like, oh this is crazy data i'm like i don't know what the fuck that is yeah they actually explain it
4: well it's 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 scientific in nature and they actually explain why it is what it is and that's what you know one of the main things that
3: sets it apart in my mind Mm -hmm. yep the more you know right yeah Yeah. anyway well for that being said if anybody has any other things that they want uh, to discuss on the skinwalker ranch any listeners out there that uh, have questions concerns you know where you guys our trip that we went anything to that you know larry wife's uh larry's wife's experience which uh if you have not heard that go back and and listen to it because that's um that's surreal and and i I can't believe what she experienced out there. On that. and very well done, you know, to you and, and Alex on that. Um, just in general, you know, anything. You can write us at StrangeUncles at gmail.com If you have a story, tales to tell, you live in that area, you've seen something that you just can't explain, family member, whatever have you, you can call us at 801-252-69. It's time to help you <laughs> customize <the> oh.
4: <laughs> 45.
5: Wait, How does that happen at that exact moment? First of all, flag this because we may need to keep it in, but also give that another go. (laughs) That's great.
3: i do the number again. 801-252-69. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Fucking advertisements, man. God damn it. They hit you when you're not expecting it. Oh, man. That was good. I lined it up so good. That was funny. You can just flag
3: it. I think I'm going to keep that in. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I so, mean, it's anyways. hilarious as fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then Oriana Socials, anyone? Oh, Jesus. You know where to
5: find us. We're on... In- what are you playing? We're on Instagram and <laughs> Facebook at uh, Strange Uncles Podcast. There it is. There's them dolphins. Getting up to no good. They're
3: Quiet They're terrible dolphins. people.
5: Dirty dolphins. And you should not trust them. They will steal your pocket change. <laughs> uh, no, I can't you can find us on. at Strange Uncles Podcast on Facebook and Instagram you can find us at Strange Uncles on Twitter you can go to our YouTube channel and check out a uh, sweet retelling of Larry's wife's skinwalker incident it's amazing just mm-hmm. look for the highest rated video on our channel it's actually That's the only it. one that has more than like 14 <laughs> views um,
3: it was the and- highest I didn't know that yeah yeah yeah
5: Oh, that's yeah, dude. Cool it's like fuck. at a thousand, I think, somewhere yeah. around oh. there. I haven't looked for a minute. But. Oh,
3: God damn it. You shouldn't have said anything. Now we got to fucking pay Oh, em. fuck. Good uh, God. Go look at our
5: YouTube channel. We pay uh, attention to all of everything that's going on there. And, and I'll and find you in the parking lot. Oh. Fuck yeah, you will. Pants <laughs> are down already. Anyway. Um, I've seen you down in the
4: parking lot before. Don't worry about it.
5: So, also, Patreon. Give us your money. Oh. You know. Yeah. Patreon hey. slash strange uncles, all that shit.
1: Yep. We got yeah. tons and of I mean, for that does go. It really does help us. Gives us hopefully, you know, eventually we have more time to research and bring you higher quality episodes and everything. So we, we do put all that money right back into the show. Yeah. So yeah. 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 We, we don't appreciate use all the Patreon support. No. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening every week. And you know, paying some of your hard-earned money that you make you know you work your asses off uh sharing that with us so it really does mean a lot so thank you
5: yeah, yeah we used that we used some of those funds to pay for gas when we went to little alien so yeah, you know, you're helping we did yeah, yeah you're helping with our uh field extravaganzas and also we put some of those funds back into the community from time to time. Absolutely
3: you know and i know personally uh, i throw some money in our that account too just out of my funds so we can help you know do these trips so it's all it's all a group effort you know i think it's kind of awesome so um i don't know i don't have anything else other than uh again you know if something you guys got something weird Reach out to us, let us know. Otherwise, Larry, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for uh, being part of the show. Um, love to see you. You know, whenever we have the opportunity, we want uh, you or you and Al for sure to to be part of that. And uh, appreciate being the Strange Nephews. Is there somewhere you can be found upon the internet if you so choose?
4: I don't give a fuck about the internet, but <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm very honored to be on your guys' show. I, I love the Strange and I love what you guys do. I listen every week. So, uh, I'll okay, be okay. back anytime. And, uh, right. also all of us need to go to Skinwalker at some point. Uh, we're, we're, we're long past due. We are, we are
1: past due for it for we sure. Um, are, and you know what? I want to get on the property though.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I was going to kick the tires. We can talk about it offline a little bit Then maybe, you know, before the snow falls, I'm more than willing to hook up the teardrop and take a drive. We'll, we'll let's figure fucking it out. do it. Let's so, fucking do it. You know? So, anyway, that's all I got. Everybody, enjoy, and uh, we will see you on the other side. Close the gates.